0: Today is Tuesday, August 20, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY, or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. It was Turnaround Tuesday. And that is the first thing this morning, what Inside the Numbers members read when they logged into the site. The market was basically flat overnight and leading up to the opening bell, but today's finish was a different story. So let's find out what we've got on the daily chart what the close means, what's staring us in the face on the southern side, and also what we have on the docket this week. Let's first take a bird's eye view of the daily chart. What do we have? What's the first thing that jumps out? The first thing that jumps out is thus far, the moving averages, at least the 20 period moving average, has contained the market and we do have This somewhat of a bear flag pattern, it's not somewhat, it is a bear flag pattern, it's just wide, therefore the range that it's been chopping around in back and forth for the last few weeks is wide. Remember, when we get into these corrective phases, we always see large swings in both directions. That's what we've been seeing, large swings in both directions. So nothing's new, nothing's a surprise, but what we all want to know is, what's the next major move in this market? Well, before we get into the major move, let's get into the minor move first. Macroeconomics, microeconomics. Macro moves, micro moves. The second or maybe third thing that jumps out at me on the chart is the gap that's staring us right in the face. It's almost like the gap is sitting there with its hands open waiting for the market to fall right in. Is it going to fall right in or is it going to fall right through? We don't know yet, but we know how to handle it. That's the important thing. How do you do that? Well, let's go through it piece by piece. There's the gap, 288.85. Now let's see what we've got on other charts. Here's an hourly chart. So what's the market doing? Is it coming back to test a former breakout area? Can we consider the gap a breakout area? When the market gapped up, it broke out of the previous area. So the answer is yes, but we'll get back to that because we're going to look at another chart where it's going to look different, but potentially confirm the same thing. Let's keep going though. What else do we have? we have another gap down below. It's not right around the corner, but we have to take notice. 284.69 is that gap down below. I'm not suggesting there's not support in between. We're just identifying important areas. This is the first pass. There's another important area right in between. The low of this candle, 286.43, in that general zone would also be important. It would also act... ...from an intraday perspective as support under normal garden variety market conditions. So we have three spots. We mentioned before how the market handles it, right? What does the market do at the gap? Does it have a reaction in the northern direction rather quickly away from the gap? That's generally bullish. Does it hang around down at the gap? Is it not able to trade away from the gap in the northern direction... That's not bullish, that's bearish, that's telling us that wasn't necessarily the final destination, somewhere lower would be the final destination in that scenario. What could it be? Could it be the 286.45? It's possible. Could it be somewhere in between? Of course, it's possible. This is how I'm basically unpacking the chart before your eyes. We're doing this in real time let's look at something else let's look at a different chart to get a different perspective here's a hundred and twenty minute chart so it's the same chart just looking at it from a different viewpoint now here's an interesting one the 288.85 or in that general area also comes into an area where you have not one but two moving averages you have a fifty period moving average pretty much on the line and you have a twenty moving average right below So there's some supporting documentation or supporting information, if you will, that that area should normally, under normal garden variety conditions, provide support. Now, that's notwithstanding a huge gap down in the morning. We don't know exactly what the market's going to look like in the morning. We're pre-planning. We're pre-preparing, depending on what the market's doing in the morning. When we see the market in the morning, we go to our plan and we throw out what doesn't work anymore or what no longer is valid, and we hone down into the things that are valid. How about a 240-minute chart? Now, the 240-minute chart, the first level of support happens to be below its 20-period moving average. So if it were to get below and close a 240-minute candle below that moving average... That would be an indication that the market is weaker versus stronger. Not the bull case, but the bear case. Keep in mind, getting below is one thing. Closing below is something different. There's a lot of time, just like in a daily candle, there's a lot of time involved in a 240-minute candle. Now we're going to look at something slightly different. Now it's not lost on me and I didn't forget to mention it and didn't avoid mentioning it. The ABC pattern that we discussed yesterday, still active, still could happen. There's the A leg up, the B leg down here, and the C leg goes like this. Doesn't have to happen all in one shot. Doesn't have to happen in four or five straight days. This is still a valid operating possibility. But that's not why I wanted to bring up the S&P E-mini futures chart. couple of reasons. A, we start on the daily chart is this bullish or bearish? It's the same as the spider. It's not a bullish chart. Doesn't mean the market can't go higher. We'll get to that in a moment. But it's not a bullish chart. It is bearish at present. Now, Here's the pit session on the hourly chart of the s and E-Mini. Looks the same as the SPY. You see the gaps. The chart looks the same. However, if I take away the pit session only data, is it data or data? Doesn't matter. I want all the information, and I see something that jumps off the screen at me. I see an operating market. The market is trading currently as I make this video. It's not the pit session. It's the electronic session. But what I see that's extra interesting is this area right down here. Here's the gap that we were discussing before. That comes in at around 28.91, 28.90, 28.92 in that general zone. That lines up with what we discussed in the SPY. Is that also a former breakout or former breakdown area? It is, it looks different, and it makes sense that under normal garden variety market conditions, the market would want to stop there at least to pay a visit for some period of time. Now that's basically the same, that's filling the gap, nothing's really changed, but the view changes when you get below. Let's just say, for argument's sake, the market is on a hard sell, and we blow through the gap. Where is the next destination? Well, look what we have here. We have a breakup candle low. So right here in this general area is a breakup candle low, and we want to identify exactly what price that is. So we'll just put a horizontal trend line there. It's in the general area of 28.70, 28.72, 28.71. That's the general zone. Does it line up with the lower trend line or the middle trend line? Don't get fooled. It lines up with the middle trend line. You have to do what? You have to do the numbers. And then when you take it one step farther, you'll notice that, and this comes right out of the Lazy E-Mini Trader course, you'll notice that there's also other supporting information and reasons why those specific areas should, under normal garden variety market conditions, provide support. Back to the daily chart. Can the market just blow through everything and this is it and continue lower? Absolutely, it will happen at some point. But what's holding it up? What could possibly be holding it up between now and let's say a few days from now? Well, let's focus in on the fact that the central bankers from around the world are gathered in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It's their annual boondoggle. They talk money, they talk economy, they talk whatever they want to talk about They give speeches, they pat each other on the back, and they plan what's going to happen in the future. That's at least part of the objective. So as a result of this, we're expected to get a speech from Fed Chair Jerome Powell. What's he going to say? Who knows, but certainly his objective is not to say anything that would upset the apple cart, spook the market. You would expect him to try and have the opposite impact. Can he? Will he? We don't know, but it's something that we have to have in the back of our mind. It's one of the intangibles. It's the sixth man on the bench. And in terms of the SPY, that's pretty much everything I'm looking at near term. You have the gap down below. We know what happens if the gap doesn't hold, if we don't get a nice healthy reaction in the northern direction away from that gap. The daily chart certainly is trending downward. We're eventually going to get another leg down in the market. The question is, how long and what type of activity are we going to see from the bullish side of the camp? What do we see when we switch over to Camp IWM? Do we see anything different? Not really. We see the same picture, only worse. We see the gap down below. We see all the moving averages and price below. It's pretty much an ugly chart. Can they have another spike higher into the moving averages? Of course they can, but this is a bearish chart. It does have price pointing lower from a trend perspective. So it is what it is. You just have to know that in light of the fact that we're in one of these corrective phases and we do see large swings in both directions, if the Fed does try and goose the market, for example, and that's in air quotes, obviously, goose that is, then what you end up seeing is the shorts having to run for cover, they have to eat a shit burger and then we have to have another several days of a rodeo ride which will include some large swings in the upward direction. What about the VIX? Do we see anything interesting that we can sink our teeth into? Well, it's really the S&P flipped on its head, so you have this big move higher and you have essentially a bull flag pattern that's developing here. Now, here's the trick Are you going to be able to stay above on a closing basis yesterday's low? Because if you don't, you'll likely come back into the moving averages, potentially even lower. The VIX is wild. It's its own rodeo. And right now, it's not really telling us anything definitive one way or the other. Transportation Department, do we see anything different than we just discussed in the IWM or the SPY? No, it's really the same routine, same story, different page, even the same chapter. They're all going to do it together. They're all going to either break the lows or they're all going to have another gasp higher on a Federal Reserve goosing exercise. And we don't know that's going to be it. That's only because I just mentioned the fact that they're in Jackson Hole. There is a speech coming on Friday. We can always have a goose event on China. Could be something else. We could have a goose event. That's the point. The main thing to realize is, and that we can't lose sight of, the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate crew is out and will continue to be out in full force. By the way, I forgot to make mention before, just taking a look at a shorter term intraday chart. Don't we look at this all the time? What is this? It's a move down, puts in a bear flag pattern, pretty good one at that, and then what happens at the end of the day? The last candle of the day, they hit him into the close Completing the bear flag pattern doesn't mean the lower prices are complete, but this little bear flag pattern happens to be complete as far as this 15-minute chart is considered. By the way, we're going to jump around a little bit. I need to keep you on your toes. We're moving the ball around. Take notice of the line at 29.15. This is a different topic. Inside the numbers, 11 o'clock in the morning, we're discussing 29.15. We discussed a lot of other things, but I want to make a point about 29.15. We'll get back to that in a moment. I also want to make another point. We only had one stock on the move today trigger its price, SRPT. But we have to take a look at that chart because when these happen, these happen. Take notice of the entry, $97.32. We'll get back to that one also. Now, we're back on a five-minute chart of the S&P E-mini contract. Just so we can get our faculties, the vertical line represents the first five-minute candle of the day. We're eyeballing 29.15. It's somewhat of a pivot. So inside the numbers, members are looking at 29.15, and they're saying, as long as the market's above there, we're okay. I know the range. I know where the next place is up top where the next resistance area is, it's from important numbers, and I'm telling them all morning long, they also know below 29.15, no good. No good for the bulls. About 1.30 in the afternoon, 13.35 candle, 29.15 goes, and that's all she wrote. Below 29.15, we're looking at the gap. Now here's SRPT. It's kind of one of those you gotta be kidding me trades. For more than one reason. So take a look at where it closed the previous day. Yesterday's closing price, move it over a little bit so we don't get cut off. Yesterday's closing price, 120.31. Opening price today, 98.40. That's a pretty good haircut. The low of the day is 96.79. The number on the board, probably, I don't know, 8.15 in the morning was 97.32. Here's a 15-minute chart. Here's what happened at 97.32. Slightly lower. Here's that low at 96.79. Immediately takes a rocket ride higher. Look at the high. 105.77. When we get these, we get these. And here's the best part. In the course, I teach a strategy where traders can turn trades like this or part of a trade like this into risk-free emotionless trades and at least get a big chunk of that kind of run or rocket ride higher back to the daily chart the other thing is how do you do that how do you identify a price when a stock is gapping down like $22 at the open how do you find that spot you do three things you watch these videos you take the course at lazy e-mini trader And you become a member of Inside the Numbers when you're ready. And that, my friends, is how you do it. We don't get trades like this every day, but we get trades like this. You've seen these before. All right, back in our lane, taking a look at the XLF. I told you we were moving the ball around the horn. You have to pay attention. There is something that jumps out of the chart at me in the XLF. What is it? We filled the gap. We closed below the gap. That's bearish it's a puzzle piece, it's on the table. Remember what we always say about the financials. If the financials are going to melt away, it's a pretty good indicator the market's not going to go in the northern direction. It's just not going to happen. We have to keep our eye on the XLF. What do we see when we look at the SMH? Anything different, anything different than we've seen on a lot of other charts? It's slightly different, but in the big scheme of things, it's still, at present, staring down at the gap it should follow suit with the other markets and that my friends is going to be a wrap it's everything i wanted to and intended to discuss tonight i just want to let you know that i appreciate each and every one of you i'm david frost my strategic forecast thanks for tuning in for another episode of common sense market analysis